Before we start the show, I want to thank the thousands of you, the thousands who have read This Book Will Make You Dangerous. Many of you have told me that the book's unique way of exploring fear, confidence, and purpose has had a lasting impact, that it's much easier for you to get clarity and direction about what really matters and what you want to do in this lifetime. It's also amazing to hear that quite a few of you have read it multiple times and even bought copies for friends, so thank you again. Just in case you weren't aware, I created a free companion video course for the book. And in these videos, I walk you through the big takeaways and practices from each chapter. And I even cover some extra stuff that's not included in the book. Information on how to access the course is in newer versions of the book. And if you own an older version of the book and you don't know how to access the course, just hit me up via the contact form at triplinear.com and we'll get you all set up. And one last thing, if you're one of the thousands who have already read the book, please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show. Hey, this is Trip Lanier, host of the New Man Podcast. What you're about to hear is the audio taken from a video that I've created. And it may make a lot more sense if you can actually see the visuals that go along with what you're hearing. You can watch all of the videos by visiting thenewmanpodcast.com. Is your ego the enemy? Do you have a behavior or a part of you that you just wish you could freaking kill? Uh, maybe it's your inner critic, this sense of doubt or this resistance that you face, or maybe it's your vanity. Maybe it's this part of you that's self-absorbed or insecure. Or maybe it's a sense of anger or sadness or shame because you aren't who you think you should be. Um, today, we're going to talk about killing our egos. We're going to talk about our inner demons. We're going to talk about a more effective way to handle them rather than kill them. And we're going to talk about those goofy superheroes that destroy the very cities that they're trying to save. Uh, on this channel, we're all about stepping into the next phase of our life, our business, our relationships with confidence, clarity, and purpose. If you don't know who I am, I'm Trip Lanier. I'm a professional coach. I'm also the host of the New Man Podcast, which has been downloaded millions of times. And I am the author of This Book Will Make You Dangerous. For whatever we discuss today, take what works for you and feel free to throw out what does not. So let's talk about those superhero movies. I'm not a fan of superhero movies. I just can't take anybody seriously when they're wearing that outfit. Like it looks like a fun party, like you'd wear that to go to a fun party, but I, 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 don't, I don't know if I equate uh, saving the world with wearing one of those outfits where like I'm gonna, I'm gonna save everybody. I'm, I have my bow and arrow and I'm gonna take on this bad guy that has all these you know, guns. No, I, I can't buy into it. Um, anyway, so let's talk about the, these guys. They, it, it seems like common practice to you know, to in order to, to defeat the bad guy, they end up blowing up the city. I mean, just trashing the place. Uh, I thought the movie Team America did a great job of highlighting this. Bonjour, everyone. Don't worry, everything is boom. We stopped the terrorists. Uh, and also, uh, I really like the Peacemaker series uh, where he says something, he says, I cherish peace with all my heart. I don't care how many men, women, and children I need to kill to get it. Yes, 
this is that that mentality. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna dive into this a bit deeper. We're gonna explore how this relates to trying to kill our own ego. So first, let's define what is ego. Most of us think ego is that self-absorbed part, that vain part, that greedy part of us, the one that's you know always craving or shallow or reactive. It's the part of us that that probably animated itself most when we were toddlers or teenagers. You know, it's it's reality TV show stars. That's those guys. <laughs> it's the part of us that can relate to those those folks. So these qualities, when they show up, th these aspects of ourselves, when they show up, they can be a real threat to our relationships, to our work, to our health. It makes sense that they're, they're threatening in that way. But we can go, we can take it a step further. It can get even more sinister than that. Maybe what we want to kill is resistance. You know, what holds us back from our true potential? It's this evil demon that works 24-7 to ruin our lives and, and make us small and incomplete and all of that kind of stuff. And it makes sense. We would want to demonize that. We would want to kill this thing that we call ego or whatever we may call it. But if there's an ego, if there's an ego, then who inside of us wants to kill the ego? If you've ever had an ego transcendent experience, maybe meditation or psychedelics or Maybe you were in church or maybe you were out in nature, whatever it might have been. If you've ever had an experience like that, you realize that the, when we are transcendent of ego, when we are above ego, that we don't care about. <laughs> we don't have an issue with who we are. We don't have an issue with the ego or the flaws in that place. That experience that is transcendent of ego is boundless love. It doesn't want to kill anything. So... This means that the one that's trying to get rid of our ego is still ego. It's an internal split. This, it's this one side is good, one side is evil. It's the right hand trying to cut off the left. Well, let's talk about it. How's that working out? We've got millions of people right now on medications for depression and anxiety. We've got millions suffering from addictions that they're trying to self-medicate themselves. We've got daily suicides from PTSD. We got suicides from shame related to sexual orientation. The list just goes on and on and on. There's so many folks at war with themselves and losing. Maybe the demon isn't what's killing us. Maybe trying to kill or outrun our demon is what's killing us, which has me wondering, what if there's no demon at all? Yes, what if there's no demon at all? What if these destructive behaviors, these harsh inner voices, the doubts that we have, what if they're trying to protect us? Think about it. If I can inflate my self-image and I can inflate my self-importance, then I won't have to feel the pain of being ignored. If I can destroy my confidence, if I can tear myself down, point out my imperfections, then I won't have to take a chance and risk failing. If I can drink or drug myself into oblivion, I won't have to feel my pain or loss. If I can take my own life, if I can take my own life, I won't have to face the shame or of who I am or feel guilty about something that I did. I can, we could go on examples after example after example. These are just a taste. But if we're willing to put the knives down, if we're willing to simply get curious, we can start to see that these destructive behaviors serve a purpose. 
in a strange way, they're trying to protect us. It looks evil. It looks evil, but really it's truly just trying to help us in a very deeply flawed way. Like one of those superheroes that's saving a city by destroying it. So if we want to take this mindset, you know, this idea a bit further, if you're, if you're serious about it, I highly recommend learning more about a, a, a process called IFS, Internal Family Systems. It was developed by uh, Richard Schwartz. I've done an interview with him. I'm going to leave a link for you down below with regards to that. Highly recommend going that route uh, if you want to take this a step further. But in the meantime, I want to give you something that you can play with. Instead of trying to kill this part or these parts, there's quite a few of them, right? Let's put down the knife for a second and let's imagine that we're going to have, let's, let's just try and have a conversation with this quote evil part. Let's grab a journal or we can do it in meditation. That's how I do it sometimes. And we just want to let go of any agenda, meaning that we're not going to try to change this part of us. We're not going to try to convince it of anything. We're not going to try to beat it and uh, out-rationalize it and win in any way. We simply want to understand it and where it's coming from. We just want to gather data. And if we're willing to be curious, we can ask them some very, very basic questions. Here we go. What's it like to be them? In, in other words, what's it like to go through their day doing whatever it is that they do that feels so terrible to us? What's it like for them? Ask them. They may be trying to tell you something and you're not listening. So ask them, what is it that they want you to know? And just let them say it. Let them go. Ask this part, how are they trying to help you? Find out. What are they trying to help you with? And then ask them, what, are, what might happen if they didn't help you? What, if, what might happen if they weren't protecting you? Now, this is just a start. It's a way to open a dialogue. It's a way to experiment. And perhaps it's a way to begin to build some trust and some connection uh, eventually you may find that if you foster that more, you can begin to work together instead of be at odds with one another. I personally do this process. I hire somebody that walks me through this on a regular basis. I find doing this work extremely helpful. Um, I do this with my clients when they're facing fear, when they're facing resistance about going into the next phase of whatever they're doing with their life or their relationships or their business. I find that this is far more effective than trying to go in with brute force and just beating the hell out of themselves. That's usually where we hit a wall. That's usually where the, we experience burnout. This process relaxes that resistance. And we find that it's much easier to move forward. It's much more effective to take action afterwards. Doing this process is a path to wholeness. We don't experience wholeness when we're cutting off parts of ourselves. We experience wholeness when we are learning to appreciate and understand all of who we are, even if parts of who we are are deeply flawed, even if we don't want to feel some of those things like sadness, grief, anger, or even sexual arousal. So what's the big takeaway here? If we are willing to look around, I'm not convinced that trying to kill ourselves is the pathway to the peace of mind, to the sense of wholeness that we ultimately want. Trying to kill these parts is what's killing us. The answer isn't to then go the complete opposite way and give them control. The answer is to simply build connection and trust. This is the same way that we build any alliance in our lives. We get curious, we start a conversation. Give it a try, experiment. If you don't like it, you can always go back to just beating your own ass and making things way harder than they need to be. Um, there's a ton of free resources available at the New Man Podcast. Dot com. Go check those out. 
If you want to learn more about This Book Will Make You Dangerous, visit DangerousBookstore.com. If you'd like to explore coaching, how to move from information like this into actual transformation, visit TripLanier.com. Here's to you, me, all of us living with greater freedom, aliveness, love, and peace. Thank you so much for watching. If you want to take full advantage of all that The New Man has to offer, be sure to visit thenewmanpodcast.com and grab the solutions I've created to help you play a bigger game, align your profession with what really matters, and keep your relationships out of the ditch. It's all available at thenewmanpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.